A dose of hope coming at ya. We go through things and we think it's the worst thing that could ever happen. Yes. But our journey is something. It's so much to so many other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said I woke up to the summer shining through Calling on my friends asking what's the move Feeling a little different, I'm on something new Today, today I ain't gonna let no clouds get in my way The only road I'm walking is the one I picked Catch me sitting in the sun, no time for shade Today, today Ooh. This is the day that the Lord has made and I ain't gonna let it slip away I'm gonna be joyful Yes I am, yes I am I'm gonna be joyful Today I'm gonna be joyful Ooh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, gonna be joyful I got the feeling that you get when you get new kicks Bell ringing on the last day of singing, yeah High-fiving everybody, but we out of here Today, today So fast, life comes and goes Make it last, best slow your road They don't take it as a choice, but you gotta know that Today's the day This is the day that the Lord has made and I ain't gonna let it slip away, nah I'm gonna be joyful Gonna be, I'm gonna be joyful Today I'm gonna be joyful Yes I am, yes I am I'm gonna be joyful Today, today I got the joy down in my heart, down in my heart, down in my heart. I got the joy, joy down in my heart, down in my heart, down in my. I got the J O Y down in my heart, down in my heart, down in my. heart I got the joy, joy down in my heart. Today, today. Yes, we're gonna be joyful. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Do you feel good? Cause I feel good. I feel oh. Amazing. Yep, I made it up. Oh, amazing. We have a great show for you today. For the inspirational author segment, we have Brad Aronson, author of Humankind. Brad is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller and is here to talk about his new book, Humankind. Yep, he is going to show us how to change the world one small act at a time. And we also have life coach Tamika Quinn. She's here to share her powerful story of survival and the will to live against the odds. If you came looking for inspiration today, well, you got it. Get that pen out, get that paper out, because we about to make it do what it do, baby. I will always praise him, praise him until I die. Whoa, I, I will always praise him. Praise him, whoa, 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 I, I will always praise him, yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him, praise him till the day I die, whoa, 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 I, I will always praise him, yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him, whoa, 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 I, I will always praise him, Jesus Christ the most high. Give thanks for the life that I'm living Have to give praise for the morning and this evening Praises go up and God blessing we're receiving Praise the King of King and unto him I will be cleaving If to a 
if you praise, just put up your hand and let me see One accord repeat and that who will continue be So if you're with me, lift your hand and sing it with me I will always praise him. Whoa, 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 hi. I will always praise him. Yeah, 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 hi. I will always praise him. Praise him till the day I die. Whoa, 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 hi. I will always praise him. Yeah, 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 hi. I will always praise him. Whoa, 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 I. I will always praise him. Jesus Christ the Most High. Hey. Wake up this morning and me have to kneel Bless the Lord, me have to thank him for another meal Yeah, me and the word of God is like a magnet to a steel Whatever God said, that's the deal, for real Wrap around the Lord like dread to a cotton reel And him always provides so me will never steal Anyway, in there I will walk off me boot heel Offer praise no matter how me feel I, I will always praise him Whoa, 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 hi I will always praise him Yeah, 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 hi I will always praise him, praise him till the day I die. Oh, 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 I will always praise him. Yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him. Oh, 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 I, I will always praise him. Jesus Christ the most high, high. You were made for one reason, one reason why we're here. Here to serve the Lord and lift holy hands in the air. But because of sin, of get caught in the devil's snare. And that's why sometimes we do things like so we no care. You're bound and want to free, just walk come over here We will praise the Lord and then the word of God will share Come build up yourself and then walk out without a fear If for that you said then I'll be there I, I will always praise him Whoa, 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 I, I will always praise him Yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him Praise him till the day I die Whoa, 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 I, I will always praise him Yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him Whoa, 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 I Life that I'm living, have to give praise for the morning and this evening. Praises go up and God blessing will receiving. Praise the King, a King, and unto Him I will be cleaving. If to what we walk, we must agree. So if you're ready for praise, just put up your wand and make me see. One accord repeat and that we will continue be. So if you're with me, lift your wand and sing it with me. I, I will always praise Him. Whoa, 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 I, I will always praise Him. Yeah, 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 I, I will always praise Him. Praise him, yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him. Oh, 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 I, I will always praise him. Jesus Christ the Most High. Oh, oh, I, I will always praise him. Yeah, 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 I, I will always praise him. Oh, 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 I, I will always praise him. Praise him, yeah, I Extraordinary, fascinating, amazing, inspirational. You are. It's time for the inspirational highlight person of the day. Today we have on the line a beautiful queen who goes by the name of Tamika Quinn. She is a two-time stroke survivor, author, veteran, and widow. She is certified through Les Brown and the John Maxwell team. She is a speaker, trainer, and a life coach. We present to you today, family, Tamika Quinn. How are you today? Hi. 
Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm great. Absolutely. I mean, we wouldn't have it no other way. You know, I see you around all the time. You're you're doing some big things, some amazing things out here in the kingdom and just wanted to get you on. So I'm going to jump right into this epidemic that has plagued our communities like strokes and heart attacks. I mean, please share your experience with us. Take us on your journey. Absolutely. Uh, at 27 years old, stroke was the furthest thing from my mind. I never thought in a million years that I would be the face of stroke. I always thought that that was like the face of my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so at 27, I just had my youngest daughter. She was 10 days old. And during that pregnancy, I developed preeclampsia, high blood pressure okay. for, for lack of, you know, medical terms. Yeah. And my OB doctor told me, as soon as you have the baby, it's going to go away. But it did not. Wow. And so in addition to me having this uncontrolled high blood pressure, I woke up that morning with a headache that felt like an elephant was sitting on my head. Wow. It was the worst headache I've ever had in my life. It got progressively worse regardless of what I took for it. And because I was in so much pain, I've been crying. Mm. And the crying, you know, as a woman, when you cry, you know, your face looks a little different because yeah. you're crying. I was in bed. So I actually had a facial drop on one side of my face, mm. but I didn't re- even recognize that. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. You didn't even pay attention to it. No. I, you know, I just wanted my head to stop hurting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so at 27, it never connected with me that that intense headache uh, that I was experiencing, this facial drop um, that I was experiencing was even connected to a stroke. I drove myself to patient first. My blood pressure was through the roof. And that was when I learned that after you have a baby, you're under your OB doctor's care for six weeks. No other doctor can technically touch you You're right, under your right. OB's care. And so they called her OB doctor and she she made them aware that I had developed high blood pressure through uh, during the pregnancy, so it's no big deal, um, and that I have a history of migraines. So give her something for the pain and send her home. And I just remember those three words, send her home, for years mm. echoing in my head because in a, essentially I was sent home to die. Right. That evening, my husband got home from work, and he said, is this the same headache you had this morning? I said, yes, and he rushed me to the hospital. Walking into the emergency room of Centera Norfolk General Hospital, I had this overwhelming feeling that I was not going to make it out of that hospital. I just knew that this was so bad. This this, this was it for me. And I asked my husband to make a promise to me that he would take care of our kids. And I remember him looking at me so strange, like, what do you mean? When we walked into the ER, I peed on myself, and then I didn't remember anything after that for three days. They rushed me in the back. I was having a bleed on the right side of my brain. I woke up three days later, and the entire left side of my body was paralyzed. I spent three and a half weeks in ICU where I had a second stroke in the frontal lobe of my brain. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about having to relearn everything, how to walk, how to talk, um, how to feed myself. Being told by doctors at 27, you'll never walk again. This is going to be your future. And I just thank God that I never believed them. I never accepted that. Mm, you never accepted that for yourself because you knew you knew the word of the Lord. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Wow. So, you know, it's beautiful to see, like, you know, when I was reading your bio, I could see that you are just so involved now in in the in that process for other people and just making sure that no one else, um, you know, just has to go through that w- without, you know, being educated and knowing what's going on and what the signs are to look for. You have truly um, become an advocate 
advocate, if you will. Um, yes. Tell us about your role, um, the role that you have as a national spokesperson for the um, American Heart Association and American Stroke Association. You know, it's just so amazing how God will take us on a journey and we never see the end. We, we yes. only will see, you know, what we're in right now. And I can tell you, when I was laying in that um, intensive care unit after I had this stroke, I would have never pictured my life what it is today. Yeah. Um, and so it is just amazing that I'm even in this position and have this opportunity to work hand in hand with the American Heart Association. I'm a national ambassador for them, mm-hmm. a spokesperson, and I also am the Virginia Advocacy Chair, uh, meaning that I am hands on with legislation to make sure that we prevent uh, heart disease and stroke and that people who have experienced it can have access to things that they may not have had access to previously, like fresh fruits and vegetables, like access to telestroke services where if someone's in a rural area, they can actually use their cell phone and have access, direct access to a doctor, you know, seeing yeah. their symptoms, seeing what they're experiencing at, in real time. And so, yeah. so many things. Um, I love working with the Heart Association. It, it allows me to let people know that I am the face of stroke. It doesn't necessarily mm. have to look like our grandparents yes, you know yes yes it can happen to anyone at any age at any age mm-hmm. yes one in three women will have some experience with heart disease or stroke and so when you think about those numbers one in three that's more wow. than people will ever be affected by cancer yes uh, by any disease heart disease is affecting uh, more people than anything wow so so when you think about all the work that you've done and, you know, and just all the people that you've helped, what is the one thing that keeps you up at night? Well, I'm going to say this. Nothing is going to keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you said, I'm going to get that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, the one thing that really, you know, is is pressing and dear to my heart is that we get into our community because Even though heart disease and stroke affects one in three women, black women are leading the charts. Mm. And so it is really near and dear to my heart that we get the education, we get the the information out to our communities and that we implement these type of preventive measures. I look at so many times we started in my own family, Mm -hmm. family reunions, I give talks. (laughs) And we have, we have literature and conversation about changing our nutrition and changing the dynamics of our family. Wow. That's good. That's necessary. Yes. Wow. Because like, again, like I said, charity does start at home. So when you see someone, you know, just going the wrong way, when you see that their, you know, their health is failing and, and they come to you for help because they truly have the desire to fix themselves, what do you, what do you advise? What do you tell them to do? The first thing that I tell folks to do who has come to me for help which is often uh is to truly look at why you're wanting to make this change you know are you wanting to make this change because you want to fit into a dress size that you used Mm. to fit in are you making this change because you want to bring your blood pressure down because 
You know, what's the, what's the reason why? And so when, when people have that why in front of them, then yes. the change becomes simple. It, it is not, it's no longer a task. Yes. Now you have something that you're working towards and that why is so powerful. Yes, it is. You know, I have, um, I have multiple sclerosis and for years I, um, you know, was overweight for years and trying to lose weight, but always losing weight for vanity reasons. You know, I got a dress I want to fit into. Right. It's a wedding coming up, you know, and I never never realized how that just sets you up for failure but once I got wind that if I lost weight that it would help my my MS then I was able to lose 110 pounds awesome oh that's awesome but it makes a difference to know your why so I love that you said that yeah wow all right we're gonna be right back with the fabulous Tamika Quinn Missions. 
You're always in right position Teacher, lawyer, Now that was No Greater Love by my girl Ty Scott King and Aaron J. We are going to jump right back in here with Miss Tamika Quinn. Um, I'm just curious, like, you know, you've been through so much, you know, what inspired you to push through even after doctors were saying, no, you know, you're not going to walk again. Don't even look forward to it. In those times, what inspired you to keep pushing? My inspiration was God and still is God. Mm-hmm. I, I had surgeons neurologists, neurosurgeons, they're all standing around my bed telling me this is what this is what your prognosis is. You will never walk again. You know, you will always need assistance. This is something you're just going to have to get through your head that, mm. you know, this is going to be your future. Oh, and I can remember stuff. telling those doctors, the devil is a liar. Yes. And them looking at me like, what? <laughs> oh. You know, they just didn't get it. But it didn't matter to me how many degrees they had, how many other patients prior to me they had who went through the exact same thing. I knew in my heart that my life would be dictated by the plans God had for me and not by the plans that these doctors had for me. Absolutely. Faith goes a long way when it comes to stuff like this. Yes. And it's <laughs> right. really about believing what God said, you know, just uh-huh. believe. And then, and then taking charge. We can't just lay there and think that we're going to get better and we don't have to do anything to help it. Right. Right. You know? The work is the key yes. uh, to your faith. And so if you believe it, if you really believe it, you would do the things to, you know, substantiate that belief. Yes, um, I agree. I can tell you that I was paralyzed. However, they had to put an alarm on my bed because I kept falling out of my bed. Every time I would have this feeling that I think my leg can move now. I think I, I, think I can walk. I would mm-hmm. literally swing, get to a point where I could get my legs to hang off of the bed and try to stand up. And then I would fall and hit the floor. And you're mm-hmm. talking about this was repeatedly in the doubt. The nurses were running. What are you doing, Miss Quinn? Why did you do that? They put an alarm on my bed so they would know when I was shifting my weight. Mm, 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 mm. Cause you, <laughs> yeah, you about to make me run <laughs> because you knew that was not what what was for you. No. Mm, 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 mm. But see, I love that because again, you know, just to have that burning inspiration inside of you to say this will not be 
what's for me. Yes. It makes all the difference in the world. I see that you are really um, committed to bettering just people around you, whether it's women, men, children, and you wrote some books. So let's talk about those. Sure. So I wrote a book called Change Your Mind, Change Your Waistline. And, you know, I too have gone through a weight loss journey and transformation. And many people think that it was because of my strokes that I said, I need to lose this weight and get my life together. But that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Um, After I recovered from my strokes, I continued my same poor eating habits, poor, you know, exercise regimen. And my daughter was eight years old. So this was a couple years after me, you know, having the strokes. She was diagnosed with obesity and severe high cholesterol. The the day of her results from her labs, they sent us to CHKD for her to see a cardiologist. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. In my mind, I thought, wow, my daughter is about to go down this same path that I went down. I can't, I can't do this. Yes. Yes. You can't sit um, back and watch I remember us sitting in the cardiologist's office and him talking about this medication that he was going to put her on. And so we didn't have social media, but we had Google Mm -hmm. and I Googled the medication as he's talking. And I said, oh, oh, no, we we can't do that. This medication causes infertility, hair loss, all kinds of things. Why would I do that to my baby? Yeah. And he says she is bound to have a heart attack or a stroke just like you with this cholesterol this high, you know, and because of your history, you have to put her on the medicine. And I said, well, what's the alternative? And Mm. he said, diet and exercise, but nobody has success. I think it was that same kind of, you can't do it yeah, that I heard. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> they, they and I'm going to show you that to, I can. Yes, to find a way. So I didn't know I didn't know how to help my daughter. I didn't wow. know how to help myself. Mm-hmm. But I was determined that she was not going to take that medication. Yes. And so I went back to the pediatrician and asked her for help. I was like, what can I do? Because I'm not going to give her this medicine. And she enrolled her in a program called Healthy You. It's at CHKD Hospital. And so Healthy You or some derivative of it is at every children's hospital across the nation. If your child is obese and has one other health condition, in her case, it was the high cholesterol, they Mm -hmm. can go through this program. And the program doesn't just teach the child um, nutrition and, and healthy lifestyle. It teaches the entire family. So unless everyone in your home is on board, the child can't even go through the program. Mm-hmm. We changed everything in our home. Uh, we cut out beef and pork. Uh, we cut out dairy. We started walking in the evenings. And it not just became a diet thing, but it was a lifestyle thing. Yes, it was family time. Thing. Yes, absolutely. And if yeah. you lose weight, go on a diet, let's say, and lose weight. I don't care what diet you go on. If you don't get in your mind that it truly is a lifestyle change, you're just going to be right back where you started. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so in that process, over a few years, my daughter lost 40 pounds. I lost 80 pounds. And um, and I talk about all the tricks that I did. Like um, I have literally action steps in my book. Oh, wow. So I, I see that you have a book that's going to be coming out and it's called Black Girl Stroke Magic. Yes. So, and that's 27 <laughs> black women, like stroke survivors, who's going to be like doing a collaborative effort with the book. Yes. And oh, so wow. when I was, when I went through the strokes, 
I didn't have anyone that I could identify that looked like me who had gone through this mm-hmm. and survived. You know, I remember telling my doctor in the hospital, well, I, I think I can beat this because there was this Olympic star. He had a stroke and then he got over it and he's back, you know, in the Olympics and he laughed. He literally was like, that's one in a million. Like that's, those wow. are not the odds. Like I know the odds. And so I remember just thinking to myself, I know I'm going to get through this and I didn't necessarily need that person but it would have been wonderful to be able to say there's a black girl in Virginia I remember her story that she right. had a stroke and, mm-hmm. and she she got over this yeah you know and so because I was 27 years old when that happened I want to have 27 black women you know who look like wow. us for stroke survivors to nice. identify with that they can get through this yes yes and you know and it's nothing like truly being the example you know yes. we all need to see examples of people who get through I mean that's like one of the purposes or the missions of this show is that I'm, I'm always you know looking for people who have just defied the odds right <laughs> you know and I'm believing that for me too yes yes ma'am so you are just black girl magic okay <laughs> so let me ask you where can people find you if they're looking to find you where are you at I am at TamikaQuinn.com, and that's Tamika with an I, T-A-M-I-K-A-Q-U-I-N-N.com. And my links for the books are there as well. Okay. Um, But I'm on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Change Your Mind, Change Your Waistline. Okay. Well, it was so great having you here today. I mean, you are such an inspiration. I'm so excited. And I'm just praying that, you know, someone will be touched, inspired, that they know that it's, it's not over because the doctor said it's over and that whatever God is doing in your life right now is for your later. Yes, that's right. You know, and you know, and just the, the work that you're doing to go out into the communities and talk to people and educate people so that they won't be lost. And, um, and we just appreciate you so much, my sister. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for coming to the show. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Brother Reggie, the owner of Rejoice America Radio. And I am here enjoying my girl Hope on her A Dose of Hope radio show. So I need you to do me a big favor. Email somebody, text somebody, tweet somebody, Instagram somebody, inbox somebody, LinkedIn somebody, and even TikTok all your friends and tell them to join A Dose of Hope radio show every Wednesday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standing Time for something positive and inspirational. It's A Dose of Hope show with my girl, Hope Cherie, right here on Rejoice America Radio. Oh, thank you, Brother Reggie. We got some new music for you guys. This song right here is called Save by Jack Ross. I happened to run into his music on the Kelly Clarkson show a couple of weeks ago, and this song just blew me away. So here it is, y'all. It is called Saved by Jack Ross. Stay down long 
When the light shines down on my face I'll rise from the ground Lord knows I'll break my heart Would be too strong to break Oh, so I could just take it Inspirational Authors segment, bringing you inspirational authors from across the globe. Some books you just kind of come across 
and they sit there for a while on your desk unread, but others you feel compelled to read. This is how I felt the moment that I received my copy of Humankind from celebrated author Brad Aronson. This beautifully written piece of work exudes kindness, love, and will certainly change anyone who dares to be inspired by humankind. My motto is, there is good in the land, and this book proves it. We welcome this Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling author, Brad Aronson. How are you today? I'm doing great, Hope. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm just really excited. Um, like I said, when I received your book, I said, wow, look at this book. It really is related to my show. You know, A Dose of Hope Radio is just one of those things where we go out and we, we comb the globe trying to find stories of people who are just an inspiration to us all. And your book is kind of like that. And so it was really exciting to me. And I'm just ready to dive in. So tell us um, what your inspiration for the book was. So I had a couple inspirations for the book. The first was I attended the high school graduation of a mentee of mine. She went to a high school that was called Gerard College, and which is actually a high school, even though college is in the name. Okay. And it was an inspiring ceremony where the gentleman to my left was a 70-something-year-old man who came down from New York to attend. He said he graduated from the high school and it changed his life. He comes every year uh, to, to cheer on the next generation of students. Wow. The, the woman on the other side of me was crying because she said she thought her daughter would be dead or in jail. Mm. And it, it was amazing. And the commencement speaker talked about how these young people were from areas of Philadelphia where it was expected many of them would drop out of high school and few, if any, would get into college. Yet every single graduate had gotten into college. Wow. And he said, this is unbelievable, but you won't see it in the media tomorrow. Mm. Because so often the good news stories slip under the radar. So of course, the next day, I go online, I look everywhere, I buy the newspaper, not a mention of Gerard. Wow. I saw a story about a carjacking, about an armed robbery, and I was so disappointed that everyone was missing out on this incredible, inspiring story. And I decided that if I wanted to see more stories like this, I should start writing about them. So I started writing these stories. Wow. And then my second inspiration came about six months later. My wife, Mia, was diagnosed with leukemia and her treatment was extremely rigorous. The two and a half year treatment protocol. And we went to a conference for young cancer patients and their caregivers. And one of the speakers said, if you have two and a half years of treatment ahead of you, you need a project. Mm. Because a project gives you a focus, a distraction, something to do while you're in the hospital. Yes. Because we were in the hospital, or so, so my wife had to go to the hospital and stay there for 30 days. That was inpatient. And then mm. she was outpatient for four to five days a week, which would be hours every right. day. Mm. So we came home, decided we were going to come up with projects. My wife decided she'd write in a journal. Our son, Jack, who was five at the time, decided he would play 200 days of wiffle ball in a row and we <laughs> did achieve that goal we, we were the post office of wiffle ball rain sleet or snow and we were playing oh. <laughs> uh, and i i decided i would write about the small acts of kindness mm -hmm. that helped our family get through that difficult period of time yeah and i found that that i started writing about those small acts of kindness and then from there once i was done i started writing about those moments when a seemingly trivial deed transforms a life or has a ripple effect changing thousands of lives. Wow. You know, you brought back a memory to me. I worked at one of the biggest content creator type companies, um, newspaper here in the Hampton Roads region. And I also noticed that working in that field, you would see all of the great 
feel-good moments and stories would all go in the trash can. And then the next morning you get the paper and it's all about a murder that had taken place or, you know, or something like that. And you really get tired of seeing all the negative news. And for you to say that that was one of your inspirations, that was also mine. I really appreciate that. And also, you know, to go through what you and your family have been through and to have people to come in and, you know, do things to help out. What makes an act of kindness so powerful to you? So... What makes it so powerful is a few things. One is that each of us has the power to change a life. Mm, yes. We, we can completely make someone's day just by writing a note telling them what we appreciate about them. And in looking at the stories in my book, there was a woman who decided to make a meal for someone who was hungry. And that turned into a whole movement that's provided 16 million meals. Wow. It wasn't her intention, but it had a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a man who taught a child had to tie his shoe. It took 20 minutes. That has had a ripple effect helping thousands and thousands and thousands of children. Uh, and you can see that we all have the power through these small acts of kindness to brighten someone's day, change their life, and in some cases have a ripple effect transforming thousands of lives. And not only are we helping other people, it helps us. We feel so much better. There's Absolutely. a lot of research that when we do good deeds, it's good for our health mm -hmm. and we feel more positive. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely have to agree with that. So can you um, share another story from your book? Absolutely. So I'll, I'll share the story about the lesson in shoe tying. Okay. Uh, this is a story about Jimmy. So Jimmy what, grew up in Flint, Michigan and he was a third grader and all he wanted to do was go unnoticed and fly under the radar. Mm, uh, and okay. it, one of the things that made it hard for him to do that was that when he went to school, his parents tied his shoes in a huge jumble of knots. And it was because if his shoes came untied, he couldn't tie them. And it was really embarrassing. His teacher, Mr. Clarkson, didn't mind tying his shoes, but Jimmy was the only kid who needed help tying his shoes. And it was because Jimmy had something that made him different than all the other kids. He was missing a hand. Mm. And, and, and it was tough. Like Kids would call him Captain Hook. On his first day of school, one of his classmates burst out in tears because she had never seen someone with a prosthetic hand and it scared her. Yeah. Uh, so here's Jim. And one day he comes to school and Mr. Clarkson says, Jimmy, I figured it out. And Jimmy says, what'd you figure out, Mr. Clarkson? He said, I'll show you. He turned on a movie for the rest of the class. He pulls two chairs out into the hall and he teaches Jimmy how to tie his shoes with one hand. Mm. Decades later, decades later, Jim told me, he said in his book, he, he said in speeches that that was a defining moment for him. It's when he realized that he could succeed by doing things differently and that if he put his mind to something, he could do anything he wanted to do. And he wanted to play baseball. So he practiced. He wound up leading our Olympic team to a gold medal. Wow. And then he got a professional contract and he pitched for the Yankees. And he said when he started pitching, parents and kids would show up at his game. And these were kids who had disabilities and they were looking for a little bit of encouragement. And he started getting letters. And eventually he got hundreds of letters a week. And he said that he and someone from the team would answer every single letter. And he tried to meet with every person because he knew how far a little bit of encouragement could go. Wow. And one of those kids that he met with was Nick Newell. So when Nick was six years old, his grandparents took him to a Yankee game. And then they went to a meet and greet where he got to meet Jim Abbott. And Nick said, Nick told me, he said, that's the first time I met anyone else who had only one hand. This guy played for my favorite baseball team. I decided if he could do that, I could do what I wanted to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, so then Nick, he loved wrestling. 
he, he joined the wrestling team in high school. He lost his first 17 matches by getting pinned. And if you know anything about wrestling, like getting pinned is the worst way to lose. Yeah. <laughs> right? But then he practiced and got better. By senior year, he was captain of the team. He had school records and state records. Mm. And he was captain of his college wrestling team. And then he started doing mixed martial art. And uh, he won 13 matches in a row and then wanted to compete in the UFC, which is the highest paying and most well-known martial arts league. And mm. they said, it's hard enough to fight with two hands. We'd be crazy to let someone here with one hand. Right. So instead, he became a champion in another league. And he said, when he became well-known, people started coming out and talking to him, to the parents, like, how do I encourage my kid? And they bring their kids looking for encouragement. And Nick goes to special events, so nonprofit events for kids who have lost an upper limb or are missing part of an upper limb. And he inspires them and talks to them. And he told me, like, I talked to every kid who wants to talk to me. And I said, what inspires you to do this? And he said, when I was six years old, Jim Abbott talked to me. Mm. He, he taught me that I'm not too good to talk to anyone. If Jim Abbott could talk to a six-year-old kid, I could talk to anyone. Yes. And I said, Nick, what do you tell these kids? And he said, I tell them they could do what they want to do. I tell them to persevere. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I teach them to tie their shoes with one hand. Wow. So what did you hope to accomplish by putting out a book um, like this? I mean, I, I was hoping that people would read it and realize, oh my goodness, I can change the world and I don't need a million dollars or an army of helpers. I just need to keep my eyes open and do the little things that make a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. I, I, w I wish more people would get that. You know, that it, it just, it doesn't take much to really, uh, you know, to be kind to someone or to do an act of kindness. And so I'm grateful for your book. I'm grateful for you writing the book. And I'm just happy that everything is good. Thank you. And I'm grateful for your radio show, which is spreading kindness and letting people know that the world is full of good people. Absolutely. Thank you for highlighting them. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it because like I said, it fulfills me so much. I never would have imagined that just showing, you know, the good side of people would make me be so fulfilled. I mean, just the fact that, you know, every day I'm looking and, you know, my staff is looking and combing the globe and we're just kind of combing all the newspapers and, and social media, trying to find people that are just defying the odds, you know, and to be able to contact them. And then they say, you know, oh, of course, you know, we'll come and speak and to be able to share that in you know 50 60 plus countries and with thousands of people every week it is just it is I, my heart is full and so again I thank you even when you sent your book to me you had a beautiful kind note in it and it just it just made my day it really made my day and so I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with a dose of hope radio you're welcome isn't that just amazing? Nothing is too small where kindness is concerned. Go and get this book. I mean, Forbes called this book the most uplifting and life-affirming book in years. I'm telling you, you you're going to want to read this. So make sure you go get it. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter But I see it in you So we gon' walk it out Move mountains We gon' walk it out And move mountains And I'll rise up 
the silence is quiet And it feels like it's getting hard to breathe And I know you feel like dying But I promise we would take the world to its feet Move I won't dance Bring it to its feet
learn how to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Come on, love. Love can change it. And love can heal it. Ooh, love can do it. Won't you let love do I believe love can do it. We just need more love. Ooh, that was Erica Campbell, more love. Man, I have certainly enjoyed myself today. With each episode, I walk away more and more inspired. My world is all right with me. I can promise you that. Can you all make me one promise? That you will go out and spread some love and kindness. Thank you, Brad, for sharing with us. Thank you, Tamika Quinn, for sharing with us. You are angels on earth. Humankind can be purchased on Amazon and anywhere you get your books. All you have to do is Google Brad Aronson and Humankind and you'll find uh, his book there. It's a great read. You have to get it. Up next, we have a financial show. It's going to be called Her Money, Women and Wealth. So I had the opportunity to talk to a couple of women who are really big in the arena of finance. And so we're going to bring them on board just to inspire people to do better in that area. Um, We're going to have a roundtable. We're going to have Rika Wright is going to be here with us. She's our credit plug. And then we're also going to have Letha Thornton, who's from Pennsylvania. She's our financial analyst and coach. We're also going to have Donna Campbell. She's going to be with us, and she is our financial fitness coach. We're just going to have a good time. We're going to be talking money. We're going to be talking about, you know, your future, how to secure that, your credit, how to get that straight. So we're just going to have a good time next week. It's going to be a serious conversation, a loving conversation, and an inspirational conversation, an educational conversation. So come on, join us next week, same time, 3 o'clock. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you then. But know what? You have been dosed. I'll see you at adoseofhope.org. Bye-bye. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. Just hold on and I'll find you. I'm hanging on by a thread. And all I'm clinging to is prayers And every breath is like a battle I feel like I ain't come prepared And death's knocking on the front door Pain's creeping through the back Fears crawling through the windows Waiting for them to attack They say don't get bitter, get better I'm working on switching them letters But tell God I'ma need a whole lot of hope Keeping it together I'm smiling in everyone's face I'm crying whenever they leave the room They don't know the battle I face they don't understand what I'm going through The world trying to play with my soul I'm just trying to find where to go I'm trying to remember the way I'm trying to get back to my home But I can't do this on my own That's why I'm just trusting in you Cause I don't know where else to go And I don't know what else to do Just fight a little longer, my friend It's all worth it in the end But when you got nobody to turn to Hold on and I'll find you Just fight a little longer, my friend It's all worth it in the end But when you got nobody to turn to Just hold on and I'll find you I'll find you, I'll find you Just hold on and I'll find you Hold on and I'll find you
haunts you And pain hates I say pain strengthens And fear drives faith And I don't know all of the outcomes Don't know what happens tomorrow But when that ocean of doubt comes Don't let me drown in my sorrow And don't let me stay at the bottom I feel like this hole is too deep to climb I've been looking for a way out But I settled for a peace of mind Picking up the pieces of my life And hoping that I put together something right Tell me all I got is all I need Tell me you gon' help me stay and fight The world tryna play with my soul I'm just tryna find where to go I'm tryna remember the way I'm tryna get back to my home But I can't do this on my own That's why I'm just trusting in you Cause I don't know where else to go And I don't know what else to do No, don't let the fear Make you feel like you can't fight this on your own You know I so green when it came to doing this podcasting, but Anchor has made it so, so, so easy for me. I mean, it's free, first of all. And also there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, which makes it extremely easy. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's what I'm talking about. So it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So I'm telling y'all, if this is what you want to do, carry yourself on over, okay, to the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Your dream awaits. <laughs> 